First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes, and I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business was in a position to spend money on having content created for themselves. Now, that doesn't mean they didn't want to do it. It's just they didn't have the budget in their marketing. So what I did was I sat down and I came up with a process that I'd been using for years, that I'd been speaking about for years, that other people had spoken about elements of as well, turned into a book and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. Basically, it's a process that takes you through everything from planning your marketing all the way through to podcasting and a whole bunch of stuff that you can do in between as well. And the whole point is that it helps you create a little bit more time so you can concentrate on running your business. Because one of the things that we all try and do when we first start running a business or even a few years down the line is still try to do everything ourselves. We still try to do our own accounts. We still try to do our bookkeeping. We still try to do our own marketing, our own sales our own delivery, everything that we need to do, we try and do ourselves just to save a few quid here and there. And the thing is, is eventually you want to get to a position where you don't need to do that. But at the start, I understand it. So what I wanted to do was try and help people create as much time as they possibly could with their marketing so that they could concentrate on this other stuff because marketing takes up a lot of people's time because it's something people enjoy doing. So that's what this broadcast is all about. That's what the book's all about. That's what everything I talk about is all about. It's trying to help you get creating content, making the stuff that you've already got as well, work harder for you, repurposing your content. So that could be all sorts of different types of stuff. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Today, I want to talk to you about the fact that it is a bubble bath day. Now, how do I tie this back into social media? Well, we we all like to have a bit of a relax. Me personally, I am a bit of a big bubble bath fan. I love laying back in the bubbles and just chilling out and don't really get much of a chance to relax that all that often these days, especially with a little toddler running around who just so happens to be napping right now. So keep your fingers crossed. He stays that way. But yeah, we all like to relax. And the thing and the question that I want to ask you is, do you try to relax from your marketing by scheduling a lot of the content that you're putting out because a lot of people don't realize some of the things that can actually happen when you're scheduling your content and there's certain elements of social media that I would say go ahead schedule it it doesn't matter and then there's other times where I'd say actually you need to put the work in rather than sitting back and relaxing you need to put the work in put that live yourself or use other tools rather than using the Hootsuites and the buffers of the world which are incredible tools do not get me wrong They are fantastic tools for brands and businesses to use. However, when it comes to scheduling your content, there is a time and a place. So I try and encourage my clients, my customers to schedule content when they're doing it all themselves and we're not doing it for them to schedule content that is fairly generic and that is tip based. So if you go to my Twitter page at the moment, Every single day I have regular tweets going out, lots and lots of different tips I've written about over the years. And basically they go out as short little Twitter snippets and with an image connected to them. And then people can get a bit of value from those tips and they just go around on a rotation. And I use Hootsuite to do that. Those are generic pieces of content, just bits and pieces that are not connected to anything that's happening, not connected to anything else I'm talking about, just a little bit of organic 
hopefully trailblazing people gonna see it like it potentially follow me because i've seen it because it's been hashtagged in a certain way that kind of stuff so that's what i use scheduling tools for is to schedule content like that however i also have to really really consider where i'm scheduling content for as well so i only ever schedule content for twitter mainly because pretty much all the other social media platforms that you can schedule to using things like Hootsuite and Buffer have it already built in. So they don't want you using other people's platforms to do it. For for example, Hootsuite, when you post a piece of content and you ask it to schedule it to Facebook, so it will push it out to Facebook and that's fine. So it pushes that piece of content out to Facebook. What it does is it puts a little hyperlink just at the top. So where it would normally say posted by Simon, it would say posted by Hootsuite, and the Hootsuite becomes a hyperlink. Facebook's algorithm automatically sees that hyperlink, which is a link to another website that isn't Facebook. And Facebook goes, well, hang on a minute. You're on Facebook, and we want you to stay here. We don't want you to be clicking little links and going elsewhere unless that link's already paid for. And that link's not paid for because it's on a free piece of content. It's on a free posting. So what they do is they say, well, if you're going to try and take people to another website, we don't want that to happen. So we're going to make sure that piece of content is seen by less people. So they push it further down people's feeds. It doesn't mean people will never, ever see it. It just means they've got a less of a chance of seeing it, which is why actually scheduling using external tools is not the greatest idea in the world. It's why Facebook created it. They used to have it on the platform itself, and now it's being put back into Facebook Manager so that you can go into Manager, actually schedule content from there, both for Facebook and also back again on Instagram as well at the moment. So take a look at that. It's a really great tool. And so you can still schedule content, but not schedule it using these external tools because you don't want them to punish you for using external tools. And most of them generally will do. Now, there are some that will punish less than others. Uh, for example, Later, which is an Instagram scheduling tool, apparently has some, Facebook have some shares in the company. It's not being confirmed, but apparently they do, so that you don't get punished quite as much if you're using that to schedule on Instagram. Um, Buffer is still a great tool. Like I say, Hootsuite's a great tool. Just be careful which ones you're using read up about them, make sure you're not going to get punished by using a scheduling tool. And for me personally, I would encourage you to use it for generic content on platforms like uh, Twitter, maybe even on LinkedIn, because LinkedIn doesn't have a built-in scheduling tool itself. But if a platform has a built-in scheduling tool like Instagram and Facebook do, which is built into Facebook Manager, use it. Do not use a third party. Use the one that they give you. They want you to use the tools they're giving you. The reasons the tools are there is because they want you to use them. So make sure you do. Okay, that said, you can still go off and relax. You can still publish content. You can still schedule content. Just don't schedule everything. Don't schedule everything. Just schedule the stuff that's fairly generic. And then all the stuff that's connected to what you're talking about week on week, make sure you're putting that out live or scheduled using the actual tools on board the platforms. Okay, right, we're going to move on now to questions. Uh, wherever you're watching at the moment, and we are live on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, 
Um, there's about three or four different groups, I think it is, on Facebook. So wherever you're watching, say hello. And if you've got any questions about social media, about video, about scheduling your content, stick them into the comments, and I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do today. Um, let's have a look at some of the ones that came through since the last broadcast on Wednesday. And uh, Gary got in touch. And he says, I keep getting picked up for copyright using music from my favorite bands on my videos on YouTube. What should I do? Okay, Gary, there's a reason for that. It's because that music is copyrighted. <laughs> That's why you keep getting picked up for copyright. There's just a really simple answer. So what should you do? Number one, don't use their music because the more you use of it, the more chance you've got actually getting picked up and being given a strike um, against your channel, which kind of limits all sorts of different th types of things. You can't schedule content anymore. You lose certain privileges. I don't, I, if I remember rightly, you can't have a thumbnail. There's all sorts of stuff. So stop using other people's music. Then if you are creating content and you're growing an audience and you, you want to keep moving forward with your brand, then look at sites like, I don't know, I've got them listed down below in the section below, uh, Audio Micro, Epidemic Sound. There's loads of other music sites out there. Those are the two that I use. And they're creating or they host what is called royalty-free music. So you can pay a subscription fee and then use music on a regular basis. So for example, Epidemic Sound, I think it's £10 a month, and then you can use as much music as you want across your social media platforms for £10 a month. Very, very good deal. Or if you're creating content for a brand or for a business, you can buy outright that piece of content and that piece of music. The whole point of royalty-free music is that the money you pay is effectively an, an ongoing license fee for that piece of music. Now, if you stop paying and leave them as a service, that doesn't mean whatever you've used already isn't still going to be copy uncopyrighted. Let's suddenly get a copyright strike against it. It's not. It's anything you think you would use from that point onwards. So definitely check out some of the services out there that allow you to use and download um, royalty-free music. So it doesn't mean it's totally free but it does mean that it's royalty-free. It means you don't have to pay PRS, you don't have to pay PPL. In other words, you don't have to pay the artist, you don't have to pay the publisher, you don't have to pay the person who composed the music, the person who wrote the song, all those kind of things. You just pay a one-off royalty-free. That money goes to the person who created the piece of music and you get to use it ongoing. So take a look at some of those sites. Like I say, Epidemic Sound, Audio Micro, they're listed below, um, but go and have a look, see what other uh, stuff is out there. Definitely worth doing. Uh, so, okay, let's have a look here. Uh, we've got Bombastic Brother, who's uh, just joined us on Twitter. Hello, Bombastic. Thank you very much. Uh, Leo, I can't afford a laptop. Do you know a good and easy-to-use free design app at all? I do indeed. Um, my phone's actually tethered to my phone, my computer, so I won't show you. Uh, but check out an app called Canva. Um, it's one a lot of people use. It's completely free. You can pay for it as well. Uh, but download the free version on your phone. You can create Instagram posts, story posts, uh, YouTube thumbnails, all sorts of different types of stuff. You can do layer on layer on layer. It's not quite Photoshop or um, Affinity and things like that but it does let you create some pretty cool basic uh, pieces of content, basic images, um, and not so basic images as well. And it's connected to Unsplash, which means you can download some nice imagery to go with whatever it is that you're looking to post. So check it out, Canva. Um, you can use the online version, obviously, on a computer, but you don't have a laptop. So download the app on your phone, Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Totally free. You can pay for it. 
but well worth checking out. And it was one of my advent calendar uh, 24 days as well. So that shows how good it is. I use it on a regular basis uh, when I've got my phone and nothing else with me and I still want to create a piece of content, something pings into my mind connected to what I'm talking about that day, I'll use Canva to create it. 100%. It's great. Uh, okay, let's have a quick look here. And uh, Tracy is uh, saying, I'm trying to do mindset coaching with a youth-based market. And how, where and how should I be creating content? Okay. Well, uh, the, let's go with the how first. Um, so youth-based market, which means obviously much younger than me, um, would generally mean that you need to be creating content that's going to be striking and hit them pretty quickly and quit pretty hard. That would probably need to be video because they've got a very short attention span. Everybody's got a short attention span, but the younger people get, the less their attention is really there. So you need content that's going to hit pretty quickly, nice short form videos, really quick, punchy, that kind of stuff, maybe exam help, whatever it might be. So what I would recommend is definitely taking a look at using video to do that and using apps like um, TikTok, Snapchat to create and publish that video content because that's where you're going to really get a good youth-based audience and you're going to be able to use short-form video content as well. They're going to be hanging out in those places. That doesn't mean don't post that content on Instagram or Facebook. Still, one or two people are still frequenting that website, even if they have kind of migrated away from it as a, as a youth-based market. But TikTok, Snapchat, definitely. Facebook, Instagram, take a look at those. Twitter even is growing again. Um, and maybe even think about potentially creating some specific content for the parents of those kids and looking at apps like LinkedIn and maybe even come bringing back that content to Facebook as well, uh, where the age group has aged up massively already. So I hope that helps. Look at video, keep it short, keep it snappy, keep it punchy, keep it interesting and entertaining don't bore the crap out of them deliver it how you would deliver it generally and then look at things like tiktok snapchat and other apps as well hopefully that's helped tracy right i'm going to uh foxtrot oscar thank you very much for watching today uh, it's been an interesting first week back in the new year hasn't it after diving back into lockdown on monday hopefully you are all safe and well out there and uh, just muddling on through what is a very difficult time i know for a lot of people but if you've got any questions ever whether it's when I'm on a live or when you're kind of you're watching on a replay and you go, oh, I, I want to ask him that, just stick them into the comments, drop me a DM, drop me an email, I don't mind, whatever. All my contact details are in the section below. Um, so go and just get in touch with me and I'll do my best to have a conversation with you, have a chat. Maybe we need to do some consultation, whatever it might be. I'll do my best to try and help you take your brand and make sure that people are talking about you. Once we get to the end of this uh, delightful situation we're currently in. Okay, right. Until then, though, thanks for watching. If you are brand new, please do hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you're watching on, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. If you are on YouTube and Facebook, by the way, you can hit a little notification bell as well just by where it says follow, and uh, that will allow you to be notified from whenever I'm going to go live. So then you never miss out on it. You don't have to worry about looking out for it. Okay, right, until Monday when I will be back again. Um, have a great weekend. I know you can't really do much, but I'm still going to say have a good and go out and enjoy your exercise. Uh, 
make sure you make it last for a couple of hours and have a nice long walk with the family or something like that. It's going to be crisp and cold this weekend. Have a good one and I will see you on Monday. Take care. See you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production. 